Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, after six consecutive winning days, the last 24 hours has been painful. Not a lot of fun. Started Friday night. We had New Mexico minus the two and a half. They're up five points with two minutes to go in regulation. Boise State hits a three-pointer at the buzzer to send the game to overtime. Then on overtime, we have a five-point lead once again with less than two minutes to go. Unfortunately, we win the game only by a deuce. I lose the bet by a half a point, and that cost me a winning day on Friday. And the spiral continued on Saturday, unfortunately. In the National Football League, I shouldn't have played either game. In the regular season, I wouldn't have touched either one of these two bets, but it's the playoffs. I got to play it. The Chiefs, I had a chance there anyway. The Jaguars backdoor me late, so congrats yet again to Bill in Florida beating me head-to-head. Then the Giants, just a terrible call on my part. I have undervalued the Eagles all season. I don't know why I continue to do it. I think I read too much into that giant victory over the Vikings. I had my purple glasses on, thinking the Vikings were more than what they were. Congrats once again to the Eagles. Absolutely crushed me. Then in college basketball, our power conference read, I was okay. It was pretty good, actually. Arizona gets the job done against UCLA. Alabama gets the job done easily at Missouri. So we hit those two plays. We lose on Texas Tech. They were up five at halftime. I'm getting five. Felt good for about 36 minutes of basketball. But unfortunately, Kansas State hits the gas pedal late. They coast to the cover. We lose that ticket. And then Baylor, I said on the podcast, I had an opportunity to get Baylor at a pick but I didn't get them until minus two. I'm up four, closing seconds. Oklahoma gets a deuce, doesn't have enough time to foul, and we win the game by two. We also backed that one on Twitter. We win that bet. That's $40, two units. I really could have used that. Unfortunately, we pushed it because my read on the mid-major games was terrible. It was a dreadful day. I blame it on the day quill and the night quill. I had too much of it. I obviously didn't have a read on what I was handicapping. UTEP, down eight, didn't deserve to have a chance here, but they're down eight in the closing seconds. A two ties it and pushes the wager. A three, we win the wager at the buzzer. It's up, in and out, no good. We lose the bet. Then Missouri State, North Dakota State, and Louisiana Tech, embarrassing. I laid points with all three. All three lost outright. Bad read on my part. Our revenge angle, we cash on Cleveland State plus the three and a half. They win outright at Wright State. Texas State had the lead late against Louisiana. Let it slip away. We lose that wager. Twitter, we lose on UTEP. We push on Baylor. OPP plays. Well, that's a highlight, I guess. We cash on George Mason. We cash on St. Mary's. We lose on Georgia. You add the money together, we lose $61.51. And I try to shake it off. Let's get back at it. Let's get to the card for Sunday. And we start in the National Football League. Once again, from the podcast with Bill in Florida, I'm on the Bengals plus the five and a half at the Bills. Bill is with me on that play, but we will be head to head in the nightcap. I'm on the Cowboys plus the four at the 49ers. I just want to win a game in the NFL. Please let me win one of these two anyway. So once again, I have the Bengals and the Cowboys. Next up, we get to college basketball. Small slate of games, but I found a way to put four on the card yet again. Let's start on the Pac-12. It is Washington State plus the five at Colorado. So Colorado has dropped three straight, falling to three and six in the Pac-12 after having some extremely impressive non-conference wins over the likes of Tennessee and Texas A&M. Washington State is now four and five in the conference after losing by 14 at Utah earlier this week 
ending their three-game winning streak that also included a win at Arizona. The Buffaloes have great defensive numbers. They're ranked in the top 25 for efficiency. Meanwhile, Washington State is a top 50 team in offensive efficiency, and they lead the Pac-12 this year with 8.8 three-pointers per game in conference. Both teams will likely come out with a ton of intensity, but when in doubt, grab the points. I'm on the Cougars plus the five at Colorado. Next up, we go to the Big Ten. It is Indiana minus the four over Michigan State. So this feels like a mistake. It's almost a deja vu of that St. John's Villanova game that bit me on Friday. Indiana is still far from healthy, but they've teased me these last two games beating Wisconsin soundly by 18, and then winning at Illinois by 15. And you guys know how highly I think of the fight in Illini. So Indiana's back to three and four in the Big Ten. Come March, once healthy, this team might have the same North Carolina-type upside from a season ago. That's how good Indiana could be this year. The Hoosiers like to push the pace. They average 79 points per game. They're a top 25 team in offensive efficiency, and the Hoosiers are shooting over 50% for the year. Meanwhile, Michigan State plays that classic good Tom Izzo defense. They give up just 65 points per game. They're a top 35 team on D, but they're also still shorthanded themselves. The Spartans ended their two-game losing skid, beating Rutgers at home by 13 this week. My gut says that Izzo will toss enough at the IU offense to keep it close, but in the end, Indiana covers the four. I'm on the Hoosiers, minus the four over Michigan State. Next up, we head to the American Conference. It is Cincinnati, minus the three over Memphis. So this is the final year for these two teams meeting as conference rivals. Cincinnati, of course, heads to the Big 12 next year. These two have been together in the Missouri Valley Conference, the Metro Conference, the Great Midwest, Conference USA, and now the most recent, of course, the American Athletic. The Bearcats are 14-6 and six on the season, 5-2 and two in the conference, winners of three consecutive games. Memphis is 14-5 and five in the year, 4-2 and two in the conference, and winners of two consecutive games. The numbers favor Memphis, but the Tigers are banged up and will likely be down three key players for this one. Cincinnati is tough at home. Their only two losses this year have come against highly ranked teams, Houston and Xavier. I think the Bearcats will have enough to put this one in the win column. I'm on Cincinnati, minus the three over Memphis. Then the final game of the card for you is back in the Pac-12. We're going to take Oregon State plus the three and a half at Cal. So Cal is just three and 16 overall, but they're two and six in the Pac-12. That actually puts them ahead of both Stanford and Oregon State. The Golden Bears have dropped three straight games, though. The Beavers have dropped six consecutive games after giving Stanford their first win of the season in conference by 21 earlier this week. One would think Oregon State will play much better tonight and look to salvage a win in their trip to the Bay Area. Both teams struggle to score. Oregon State is averaging 63 points per game. Cal is only scoring 61 points per game. Bottom line, I'm not going to lay points with a 3-16 and team. So give me Oregon State plus the 3.5 on the road. So let's recap your card for a Sunday in the National Football League. I'm on the Bengals plus the five and a half at the Bills. I'm on the Cowboys plus the four at the 49ers. In college basketball, I'm on Washington State plus the five at Colorado. I'm on Indiana minus the four against Michigan State. 
I'm on Cincinnati minus the three against Memphis, and I'm on Oregon State plus the three and a half at Cal. So that's your card for a Sunday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.